internet. How are we doing? Thank you for your patience. Uh, it's time for challenge accepted and uh, see what kind of crazy shenanigans uh, the party gets into. Uh, before we get too much further, uh, as always, a big shout out and a thank you to Sirenscape for the background musics and soundboards that we use. Uh, this is uh, our one for this season. Uh, also want to shout out and a thank you to the community as a whole for your support. The bits, the subs, the follows, all of those things are great. They keep the lights on and make things keep moving. Uh, also want to point out, we still have the extra life bar going on. Uh, trying to hit that $2,000 goal for uh, all the fun things to help the kids. Uh, helping children's hospitals for sick kids especially in today in the climate we've been seeing in 2020 we want to make sure we can help kids and have fun as gamers and you know all of those things uh re quick reminder if you donate 15 dollars um to extra uh, 15 donation to extra life will give the party advantage on a dice roll a 25 dollars donation to extra life will give the party a d6 bardic inspiration uh 100 donation 150 yeah I think it's 50. I'll make sure I look this up before I try to remember what this is. So, yes, $100 donation to Extra Life will give the party uh, potions of healing, uh, 1d4 plus 1 for the whole party to have in their uh, collective stores for in case they need it. They may need it. Uh, so this morning we had uh, Twilight's Gleaming, which was a fun adventure, uh, kind of a study hall mission or studying and learning mission as they get back into the Shadowfell and make, start assessing the fortress they had cleared out. Uh, that's of course Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, also on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern is Scuba and the Rye, a live recorded podcast where we, my, me and uh, my buddy Rye, we talk movies, games. D&D, all kinds of things. Uh, a few weeks ago, we had a community challenge. Uh, the cha the goal for that was met. So in a in another uh, week or so, we're going to have a new show on set on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern. Uh, Sunday with Scoob is what we're calling it. It's basically just sit, chill, play video games, talk D&D. Talk D &D. I'm campaign prep, all kinds of crazy things we can work on talking D&D. &D. I might even give recaps on all the various sessions that I'm involved in and next couple weeks I'm involved in quite a few <laughs> a lot but that's okay because we're here for this this party's gonna have fun and we're gonna do our thing so with that with that being said let's bring in the pate good evening everybody how are we doing hey hey Awesome. Here, everybody. Sounds tape is a little loud. My side. Okay. So, a uh, couple of quick admin things. Uh, unfortunately, real life happens, uh, and uh, Beth, who plays Kerger, she had to. Uh, she has to take care of some personal things. So we will not be seeing her for the rest of the season. Uh, hopefully everything settles down and she can come back at her next opportunity. Uh, we wish her the best and uh, want to keep her in the community as best we can by thinking of her. Um, 
and uh, our uh, our other cast member, who Uriel, uh, Andy, he had he has some personal stuff going on right now, so we we're hoping that it gets resolved and he comes back sooner versus later. So until then, we want to show our support and love for them, and we will hopefully see them sooner than later. Like I said, repeating myself. Anyways, in the meantime, <laughs> in the meantime, the investigation still is ongoing. Uh, where we left off last time, the party had stumbled across had had, had Stumbled across the first victim in a what appears to be a start of a series of murders that seem to happen every 13 years in the city of Paradon. And after meeting the uh, lead the lead investigator on the on the on the case, the party decided to take the opportunity to take uh, invitation up to a local. Uh, local kind of boarding house and inn type place and the follow and the following morning they met auntie and auntie gave them pies uh gave two by two pies to tarvos because she felt tarvos was a little was, was a little was needed some more needed some more meat on his bones go figure uh <laughs> and after a series of pies uh they had to sit there and decide what they were going to do for investigating uh, in that time, though, Yarviel and Carragher both said that they uh, wanted to go and do some investigating on their own. So they headed off to to investigate, which leaves Tar uh, which leaves Tarvos, Pearl, and Titus sitting with Auntie, finishing up the last of their pies, and trying to decide how they are what they are going to do for the day, and what for and what investigation they wish. How they wish to proceed with their investigation because the murderers are here but they're also been assigned to look for a, an item of some type that is both powerful and very rare and again only seems to appear every 13 years coincides to the murders so. well we had some ideas at the end of the the last time i think i don't know what they were i, I think one was going to a market for some reason, I don't know why, and I can't remember the rest. Well, <laughs> Auntie, Auntie, Auntie had asked if uh, you would uh, be dears and go to the market to pick up some uh, some supplies for her, um, and because you had offered to, offered to help her any way you could as a sign of thank you for the wonderful pies and all the information and the conversation and the fact that so far your experience in Prairdon hasn't been the most welcoming. I would say. <laughs> so having her kind of show you that hospitality and make you feel welcome, even though you're new to this, to this uh, city, to this region, to this land, uh, wanting to, <coughs> excuse me, show your, show your appreciation. And of course those plans were before Yariel and Carragher had said that they wanted to go and follow a lead that they, they had, uh, thought up so now that leaves the three of you to decide what to do the subtle way of saying we've got to change up our original plan yeah i get it uh, so the biggest thing is how do we find this item that we don't know how to even ask for 
Well, I, I think that um, very, very clearly the all the murders and the very curious and suspicious things that have been happening, even since we've been here, I get the sense that they might be perhaps finding answers to all that's happened here recently could lead us to the item that we seek. And if we do this favor, I would say let's go ahead and, and, and as a start, do this favor to bring the supplies, again, gain good favor with somebody who, who lives here, who knows what's going on here, uh, and perhaps could be an ally in the future when we're being chased or trying to hide out somewhere. Yes, I agree with that. I think that's an excellent idea. My, my, my big question is, how do we ask about these items as we go? <laughs> I, I'm not very good at asking questions normally, so in this particular situation, I'm, I'm even worse. Mm. Yeah, I, I can help with asking the questions. Um, I get the sense that there's, there, there may not be much information to be gained um, in just asking, because we don't know, we don't know enough yet to ask exactly what it is. We don't even know what we're looking for, but perhaps what we can do is, is see what we can find out about these murders. And if we could find out that information, then that could lead us to this item, this rare item that only appears in the 13 years. We see that these two things are, or at least in my mind, they're connected. Possibly, yes. All right. I, th I think we'll, I I'd follow what you say. With me. Yes. As long as I can have some fun with it, I don't mind. <laughs> so, Scoob, did uh, did Auntie tell us um, what it what it was she wanted from the marketplace? Uh, it's just some general fruits and vegetables and some uh, some meat from the butcher for making a uh, dinner that night. This time, it, it kind of the, the the sense and the time period is people don't really have refrigerators or any type of long-term storage so it's kind of a it's kind of a ritual to date to go out and get get stuff uh, uh for what you need that day early in the morning so you can do that uh there's some bits and pieces of items that could help preserve food a little bit longer but most of your definitely most of your like your perishable type things are going to be something that you would have to go and do on a daily so whether you guys went or not, this is part of her routine uh, that she goes through on a daily basis for the house. And I would, um, I would suggest to the party that we just go and, and purchase these things uh, ourselves and then bring them back to Auntie. Uh, and I think that was probably the intention, or may have been, but uh, I would suggest that uh, we do it since she's given us these pies and has been so hospitable to us. I, yes, I agree completely. Why don't we head off then? And I'll start walking away before you even say yes or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, well there she 
There she goes again. <laughs> all right, Pearl. Let's let's all go together, please. <laughs> I don't understand why you aren't coming with me. Come on. <laughs> all right. So you step out of the boarding house onto the streets of the city. It's about midday. Is obviously uh, mid midday about the whatnot because you know how late it was. Got in and chatting with Auntie, so, which is you know everybody's kind of on edge. It's been a late night for some people. Others are still going about their stuff. So knowing full well the market will be in full swing. Um, Auntie gives you kind of rough directions on which way it is to the market, as well as some uh, some coin to pick up the items that she needs. And as you kind of walk through the city, the streets, uh, you hear chatters and whispers and comments about the murder last night. We're starting to get a little, little kind of freaked out or whatnot. Um, starting to see uh, people are like, people are kind of hurrying to try and finish their tasks. As you come into the market, it is a bustling uh, place. Of activity, uh, you have various vent. This is the hall. You kind of walk into kind of an, a semi-covered uh, space, kind of like a large uh, meeting area. It's very open. There are lots of people with carts and stalls, uh, various things. You're, you can see fruits and vegetables that are uh, fairly common uh, for the for like a fall type of uh, time period. Um, the overall temperature is kind of kind of muted because even even here there's not a whole lot of sunlight that really comes in. It's very overcast all the time, but the temperature is not unreasonable uh, for what some of you are used to. Um, and it, there's still kind there's kind of a mist, but it's it's not as pervasive right now. So you can see further down, and as you step in here, you see all of these various carts and stalls. Um, and how do you? What do you wish to do? You have your list. You know kind of what you're looking for. So it's just seeing these various kind of like a farmer's market in full on. Everything's there, kind of deal. People haggling over prices, fruits and vegetables of various Ooh. sizes and qualities. Yeah, I, I, I would I would kind of signal to the the group that um, given how we were received earlier uh that it would be a good idea for us to one stick together and and two guard our coin um as we as we venture in here and i i'll, I'll start looking around at the the crowd of people in the marketplace and see if i can uh, i the uh the the merchant um while we're doing all of our shopping i'd like to like keep an ear out for anything that stands out that could, you know, like of past murders from years before, or the stone, or the, an the 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 item, anything like that. I want to listen for that as we're stopping. See if I can pick any of that up. I'm uh, I'm just gonna pull my hood over my head a little bit, so it kind of covers the horns a little bit, uh, so it doesn't stand out too much. Um, and then kind of stand behind the two of them and and make sure nobody. Uh, is is getting too close for comfort, if you know. What uh, I mean. 
I'll look to Tom Rose and nod, letting him know that he is blending in perfectly into the environment. <laughs> <laughs> so you're trying to be as inconspicuous as possible, right, Tarvos? I just try not to. I mean, I'm, I'm a massive minotaur, so I'm trying to hide it as you, much you, as you, I can. You see, you, you see a full orc and a fur bog okay. arguing over tomatoes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. You see a you see, you see you see a, you see a Goliath trying to a, a Goliath-sized character sitting there uh, having like fresh apples and oranges <laughs> and, and talking to a little to a to to like a, a gnome and the gnome is standing there pure defiance like no that's two copper pieces for that not four <laughs> see this going on. I, I look around and I feel like we're in our element here. So. <laughs> but Tarvos is trying to be inconspicuous, so I'm I'm, I'm going to go with Tarvos. Give me a deception check. Uh, Pearl, give me a perception. Oh. Titus, what were you what were you doing as you were walking through? Obviously, you're leading this uh, procession. Or trying to, with Pearl just kind of darting yeah. off in one direction or another. Yeah, it's like, like oh, shiny. Let me look at that. Ooh, no, no. Let me look at that. Let me look at that. Oh. Uh, I rolled a 10. You think you're doing awesome. As you're sitting there with your hood kind of stuck out to here and looking around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because your horns are more like a, like a, like like a lo- like like to the side or out to the front. How would you say your horns um, are? Cause... I figured they're kind of like curled out and around. So yeah. Okay. It's, so it's... yeah. So you put that hood up. You, I mean, you've got a nice, <laughs> nice little overcast thing on you as you're going. <laughs> I got sure uh, Nobody notices. <laughs> I got a twenty-one on my perception. Okay. Um. Even though I'm darting around and being distracted, I'm still listening. <laughs> I understand. You said you wanted to keep an ear out, and as you're kind of going from spot to spot, uh, looking at the various things, trying to find stuff for Auntie, and listening to this stuff, uh, you hear a couple of a couple of conversations about uh, one. Uh, a couple of people are chatting and comments about, oh yes, it was another working lady. Really? No, you don't say. Oh, it seems that time again. And then further down, you hear another conversation. I heard she was gutted like a fish. And then you hear some other stuff. Yeah, but there was no blood. It's so weird. And other people are sitting there. It's like, oh, it's that. An, old, an elderly woman. It's like, here we go again. You best be careful. Uh, in fact, one and you see a gentleman with, uh, two, with uh, two younger women who... Probably is a probably a paternal kind of kind of like a father with his two daughters, and they have their their. He's like, and he's hearing some of this. He's like, "Come, come, girls, we need to need to make sure we're inside. Don't want to be out too far as we get to later in the day." And just back and forth as well as the two. It's like uh, six coppers for a pumpkin, and all these other things. And as you kind of go through, eventually you see a couple of stalls. Arvos, uh, you see uh, in one of the stalls, because your your nose kind of catches a scent, 
okay. of something, and as you look over, you see kind of a butcher's stall, and there's a there's 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 a uh, dwarf chopping meat up, um, and some of it hung, and in the back you see a, you see another minotaur kind of wrangling some kind of uh, bovine type creature and carving through getting it prepped and you, I mean it's full on right there you can just see it and that but it's a little further away from the vegetables and where the vegetables and the fruits were but it's all it's kind of flooding your flooding your senses with all these sights and sounds and the sounds of uh butcher chop butcher butcher uh, knives being chopped bone being broken stuff being cut ground I mean all of that per, all of that all over the place <laughs> I want to look around and see if I could find the most timid or frightened looking merchant in the establishment. Is there one that is, I mean, I don't think it's going to be the butcher, but I think there might be somebody else. <laughs> um, vegetable merchant or something like that. Go ahead and give me a, uh, invest, a investigation check. Actually, no. Yeah, give me an investigation check. Uh, that is a seven. Uh, a little hard to tell. I mean, everybody seems like the shopkeepers and the merchants or <laughs> just seems like they're going tooth and nail over trying to haggle prices on things. Is there, and you've is had there... to do your fair share of haggling on things right. too. Mm -hmm. yeah, about, okay, well, you know, I'm sorry. A, a head of cabbage should not have half of it being brown. Are you, and you sure you want it? You want me to pay you six, six copper for this? Really? So you, you you've had to do some haggling to get uh, your supplies for for auntie. Yeah, and and I um, I mean my background, you know, kind of growing up growing up on farmland, I know what all of this. You know, stuff for, you know what should. vegetables are supposed yeah. to look like. Yeah, I mean, some of these are a little sickly. I mean, not to say that you know everything that grows in Barovia is of the highest quality either. However, <laughs> you can definitely tell you that might not be entirely right. So I, I'd like to um, approach uh, the vegetable merchant, uh, okay. whoever's selling there. the cabbage. I mean, several there for the vegetables you're looking for. Okay. Uh, you um, see, uh, this one you see is actually another hu a human. A human. He's sitting there. He's uh, you know a little little disheveled. And kind of down on his luck, and he doesn't. He has a kind of a meager cart to kind of pull from some some onions and some radishes, mostly mostly the uh, the root type vegetables. Is what he's got. Okay, um, and I'm assuming some of this is on the list that we need. Yes, yes. To get. Okay. Um, so, sorry, I don't have an actual recipe book. This is yeah, yeah, ten, Come on. Ten tomatoes, five apples, twenty-five right. rutabagas. Right. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so I, I approach and introduce myself and tell him I'm I'm Titus. I'm I've been sent by Auntie to uh, to come and collect some items for her uh, and uh, provide him with a list of vegetables to see if he has those uh, there. There's a lot of rutabagas on the list. Maybe some carrots. <laughs> uh, some red onions. Uh, he kind of looks at you. It's the mention of auntie. He doesn't quite recognize it, but this is this is what I've got. So, 
Uh, it's kind of... How many did you say you need? I'm pretty sure I need 25 rutabagas and about half a cart of carrots. That's it. Okay, well, um... Most of what I got, uh... It's, uh, it's most of what I got, <laughs> so... I have, so... Three, four, give me a... I could sell you the whole cart for four silver. And you can take all of these. That's a little less than what you were looking for, but... You know, you'd basically clear him out for the day, so he's trying to make a deal. And right. he's well, so four silver, and he'll give you all the vegetables that he's got, which is everything, which is most of what you need, and just a little short as far as the quantity. Um, as I'm kind of haggling with him and kind of looking and I'm inspecting some of the, the vegetables that are there in the cart and mulling it over, I'll use this as an opportunity to ask him if he's heard anything. Uh, about all of the things that's been going on here recently with the horrific murders and, and, and the deaths and and uh, if he knows anything that he could be willing to tell me uh, and uh, you know I, I get the sense that of merchants that are businessmen they're concerned about being able to conduct business and get customers into the door uh, so they would have I think some very valuable information Go ahead and give me an insight check. Actually, no. Not an insight. Give me a persuasion check to see if uh, this works out for you. <laughs> it does not work out. <laughs> a little rough. Net one. Oof. Oh, oh. <laughs> he, he's, he, you do not convince him to go into any detail. He's actually kind of like the four silver and we're good. So at this, go ahead. I was gonna say at this point I'm gonna take off my hood, and and just kind of like lean forward and and make sure that my horns are are, are quite well seen, and, okay. and 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 then I'll I'll ask him as well and about any of the murders that you might have seen. Okay, and what is your intent? You trying uh, to just, intimidate or persuade? I'm I'm trying to intimidate, for definitely. Okay, go ahead and roll uh, it. I, Give me an intimidation. It's like dice spinners. Nine. <laughs> he looks up at you. <laughs> kind of raises an eyebrow. Uh, four silver and we're good. I... At, at this point, I'm just I'm just going to hand him the four silver and and just shake my head and <laughs> say. <laughs> he kind of bundles it up and gives you like this this like um burlap bag with all the vegetables in it. I mean, not all of them are edible, but <laughs> you just, uh, just uh, <laughs> I'll look at everybody and go. Oh. That usually works better. Mm. And he just kind of, he just kind of points uh, down the way, and you, and you see a, you see that that dwarf butcher just berating the minotaur in the back. <laughs> like, you fool! I told you you have to cut from the left to the right, not the top to the bottom. Ah! I mean, it's just not <laughs> going well. 
All right, so fully dejected, having not persuaded this guy, um, I am uh, going to um, head over to the butcher and uh, see if I can get any more information from from him or the dwarf. Well, the dwarf um, is the butcher. The the minotaur is the assistant. <laughs> <laughs> Your mic kind of cut out there, Titus. You want to? Oh, sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Go ahead and repeat. Yeah. So I'll approach the drawer, hand him the list of the meats that I need uh, for uh, Auntie, and then um, see what information I can gain. All right. He reaches. He reaches over, and of course, his his sleeves all rolled up, and his forearms all cut it, covered covered in blood. And he's as he as he comes back and takes it. So it looks it looks at him. Oh, we're out of that today. Uh, now uh, would would dog work instead? Uh, we're a little uh-huh. we're a little short on on wolf on 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 wolf, but we had some stray dogs the other day. That somebody had brought over uh, and looks through. It's like no, no, no. He look. He, he he's a, he looks at the three of you and, and 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 is about to say something about the, another item on the list, but looks over at Pearl and kind of goes, "No, uh, we don't have any of that either." Uh, <laughs> I'm like also like petting my owl, and making sure she's near me, so he doesn't. Eat <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, this is a. He looks over. He kind of looks over at Tarvos. Like, yeah, that's yeah. I can see why she needs more. Um, two gold and <laughs> two gold, and I can get you. I can get you the majority of what's here. Uh, so as as we're haggling yet again, uh, so haggling yet again. <laughs> I, I um I take this opportunity and I ask. Because uh, I'm I'm curious about why there's none of this, you know, no wolf meat available. And ask him, are you? Is there a shortage of wolves around this area, or uh, are you they, just not able to get out safely to to get them? They tend to they tend to migrate from place to place. You kill you kill a pack or two, and then all of a sudden things are scarce for a couple of years. Mm. It, it happens. Mm. Um, but they, there's plenty of other beasts. Uh, somebody brought in a really, ri- really large reptile not too long ago. It's been great for business. A real exotic kind of beast. I see. I see. Um, so, if you, uh, Tar- Tarvos, if you want, go ahead and roll an investigation check. Because I, I can tell from that look, you're like trying to see what what it might be. <laughs> Since there's another minute where I'm going to ask him, like, are your horns as pointy as his? <laughs> you look at him and you see one of the horns is actually broken off halfway through, halfway down, and the other one is kind of this gnarly angle. I mean, he's <laughs> not had a good life. Now, that he's just kind of <laughs> like, I was. <laughs> uh, I rolled get twelve back to work. <laughs> He, he's me. You <laughs> need to be nicer to him. This dwarf just looks at you with a stern look. I'm like, what? 
You know, you could feed, you 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 go for a high dollar. Might want to watch your mouth, Missy. <laughs> what I do? Cat's a delicacy, <laughs> and you're a big cat. I'm gonna like hide behind her. <laughs> <laughs> she means well. Sometimes. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. You know how cats are. Supposed to me. <laughs> uh, I rolled a twelve, by the way. You rolled a twelve. Uh, you're looking through. You see some. You see a couple. Of, you see some like a uh, like bits of bone, and there there's a pretty big bone in there, like a leg bone of some type that is about half as tall as you are. Oh my. And leaning against, leaning against, leaning against the wall with a bunch, with some other ones still. Still covered with some of the tendon and, and tissue, like they had carved it off. Um, I, I'm gonna. I'll ask uh, if there's any way that we can help him, maybe resupply, so that we can, uh, like, if, if if he needs help hunting anything, so that we can we can, uh, and maybe he'll give it to us for free instead of having to pay for the four gold. He uh, kind of declines your odds, like that. Couple of, several hunters bring stuff into me all the time, but and we've got enough from this beastie they brought in uh, to kind of last a while. Oh well, you can't blame for try. I'm gonna peek out behind Harvest just enough to. What was it? <laughs> what was the big thing? Some some lizard. All they brought back, all they all <laughs> they had back, all they all they they brought back part of the torso and and one of the legs. Uh, so it was a. Pretty big. I, I'd say it's probably something that was like 30 feet long, fully grown. I mean, there's a lot of strange things that live in the woods, especially <laughs> when they come in and out of the mist. It's it's really weird, but the meat's good. So been getting good, getting top top coin for that. Hmm. I'll, I'll go back behind Titus. Yeah. <laughs> Ty, uh, Titus, uh, what do you? Would you like to try your per, your invest your persuasion to get information this time? <laughs> yes, I would. All right. Uh, based on the rapport, I would say you could have it if you want. You can uh, take advantage, or if you have any have yeah. any of your boons from those wonderful supportive people through Extra Life, you could make use of one of those to help out. Uh, remind me what that is. I uh, believe you guys have amassed a couple of a couple of uh, advantage rolls and a. And at least one bardic inspiration over the last couple of sessions. User mm. note. Um, and the bardic is a D6? D6 on any skill check. Okay. Um, I will use um, I will use my advantage. Okay. Go ahead and roll your persuasion with advantage. The DC is going to be low, a little bit lower than before because you guys have uh, managed to both infuriate and uh, <laughs> praise the butcher at the same time. So it's really kind of weird. A little bit more of the other, but, you know, you're there. <laughs> so with advantage, I have a persuasion of 14. It's like, well, it's like, so what's your, what's your question? What do you, what are you asking? I'm asking uh, if he could provide any information about the recent deaths that have happened uh, to the young woman. Uh, as he's packaging up uh, the meat and stuff uh, for you, because he's, he's assuming you're going to buy this. Uh, he, snip, he sits there, it's like, yeah, 
That's happening again. Poor girls. Uh, always at always at night. Always at night. And very strange. You a few days, a week, and then it all goes away for another decade. And you can get the chance to looking at him. You see, he's an, he's an older dwarf too. So dwarves are very long lived. Mm -hmm. So he has seen. For him, it's this is just kind of like when the seasons come and go. It's it happens. He's not. Mm -hmm. He's not. It's not that he's he's cons he's concerned and or completely apathetic, but compared for dwarfs and the long-lived races, these things aren't as impactful as the shorter shorter-lived races. Sure. So him, it's like because he's he may he may have seen that he's he's in his life estimate he's may have seen this half a dozen times since he's yeah, been sure. there as a butcher um so but he tells you it's basically always been at night that these murders have occurred they only come for a few days and then they're done is there anything else that happens at the same time like anything else besides murders the murders are strange amongst themselves because there's almost never any blood and as he says that you guys take a moment and think about it and if and you, you said it's sorry god no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, you said it's only women, girls that are getting killed, mm -hmm. not men or boys. Young, young girls. Okay. Murder with no blood. Yeah. Strangest thing every time. That is very strange. But there were bodies left behind? Mm hmm. All of them. All gutted, carved up, but will little to know, no blood. We know no foot. That would tend to do this would just be around like the dark the Shadowfell and, and Barovia and things like you know, things like that. Would there, you know, I've we've seen vampires and stuff here before, that's nothing unusual. But this is if it was if it was them, it would be more frequent. This, these types of murders only happen every few years. And after a little while, he's finished putting the order together that you asked for, and he's like. That'd be the two gold for the for the pile. Um, I, I'm not going to to abuse the relationship at this point. I'll just pay the man. Yeah. All right. And he accepts it. Uh, hand hands you over the little the you know the butcher paper string, wrap bundles uh, in another um, in another kind of burlap sack for you. Yeah. Was there ever any sorry? Was was there ever any markings on the bodies, the victims, the girls? Was there any puncture wounds or anything at all? Like maybe like you said, vampires. Uh, did they have any teeth marks in their necks or anything at all? Any notice? Not that he's he not that he's aware of. Mm. The fact that they're carved up and kind of gutted. Mm, true. Yeah. I'm sure. What I was thinking. Never mind. Um, once we start heading off and stuff, like, you know what I thought? Maybe we should talk to the authority that, that, that we talked to earlier. Maybe he would get, be able to tell us some more things. Perhaps. He wanted to talk to us more anyway, so. That's true, he did. Maybe it would be a good time to go and talk to him. <clears throat> After we bring these to Auntie. Well, Scoop. yes, of course. 
Yes. Scooby, would I be uh, among uh, Paragon's most wanted list at this point since I was out <laughs> adventuring? Again? Would I be on the most wanted list if I was not with Tavros and Pearl, whatever that You were there, you just uh, were the strong silent type. Oh, strong silent type. <laughs> I see how it is. Right. Strong silent type in the in the in the previous excursion. So you're aware of the the assault on Tarvos and how wounded he was, and everything else going on, and spent more of your time being concerned with that than Pearl running off into the into the fog like a like, like a crazy person. <laughs> To follow me. This is how it works. We all go together. We all want to do Right. <laughs> That's what her family always does. <laughs> uh, I, I would be I would be in agreement with uh, with your recommendation, Pearl, uh, to go and, and speak to the authority. Uh, but I will say this, that uh, he probably will not be very forthcoming with information to us if we're subject of the investigation. Um, so that's something that we need to, to be con considerate of or, or mindful of. Um, but yes, we, we should go together and not wander off. Wander uh, with me! Yes, yes, yes. All right, so have we gotten everything that we need from the marketplace? Yeah, back and forth. You've managed to get everything Auntie needs for a nice stew and some more pies. Picked up some flour and some sugar, uh, so, uh, eggs, all, all, of the, all of those necessities that are kind of a daily thing. Um, mm -hmm. Some ve The vegetables and whatnot she asked for for making some type of uh, stew or pork or uh, porridge type thing to kind of, you know, as a, as a food supplement. Um, she didn't have a whole lot, so the meat was probably the most expensive thing you picked up. The rest of it you got you got away with for uh, a few silver, can the amount of quantity. Mm -hmm. uh, for some reason she seems to need far. A couple of the shopkeepers that you talk to are familiar with Auntie, and 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 um, and the name I lost the name. Uh huh. The innkeeper? Is yeah, the innkeeper again. Yeah, let's try to remember this. Your mic cut out again. Koth, uh, I think, was the name of the guy. Yeah, Koth. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Yes, Koth. Um, so. Yeah, so I, I think we ought to, uh, to drop these supplies off first um, and, and then go find the, uh, the authorities. Okay. Yeah, sure. So you head back over uh, to Auntie. Uh, do you see uh, Mr. Mr. Koth uh, inside? And he is uh, talking with Auntie, and there's another woman there um, who he introduces as, as his wife, Meryl, and they're kind of conversing a little bit about the guests and what's happened, and Auntie sees you come in and greets you and, and, and thanks you for the supplies and starts to getting to work is uh, apparently the other conversation ended both and his wife uh head off to head off and leave the premise to work on some to do something you're not sure 
Yeah, I I would uh, make sure that we return her coin to her. Okay. Uh, your mic cut out again. That's uh, I don't know what it is. Your mic keeps cutting out on us. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, can I hear you now? Yep, uh, it's like a Verizon commercial. Uh, old one. <laughs> Only um, he moved over to Sprint. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Sprint that's got right. Yeah. Then Sprint got bought by T-Mobile. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I I uh, I offer the coin back to to her, and um, I'll just pay for the. I'll just use my you know, deduct from my coin uh, to pay for everything. Okay. And, Thank you for the fine meals uh, with the pies. And uh, let her know that if she hears of anything uh, observing what's going on in the city, that she should uh, try to reach out to us and let us know And keep an ear out as well. Sounds good. And your mic seems to just drop all of a sudden. <laughs> now it's back. So I, I, I'm not it's sure so what weird. it is. Yeah. Maybe it's your, oh, your projection. Yes. But I caught most of it, so yeah, she yeah. she she accepts that, and, and she's like, doesn't she's she's slightly taken aback that you gave the money back to her, but as soon as she treats thinks of you as guests in the uh, boarding house, so she's trying to make sure the guests are taken care of, and mm-hmm. and even though and she, but she is appreciative of the fact that you did get the get the stuff that she asked for, um, and then as she starts to go through it, and of course start. All right, this isn't gonna work. This will work for this. Just start, starting to sort, chop, and just just a worry of motion in the kitchen. Okay. I'm gonna look over her and and, and say uh, they had some kind of a weird insect thing at the butcher's. Uh, do you happen to know what it was? You've never seen anything like that with all your time here in Barovia. Like I've never been to Barovia, but oh, I've never. Uh, but I've lived here all my life, and I have no idea. I don't venture out into the wilderness. I don't know what kind of strange things they bring back. Oh, okay. I just thought you might know. I apologize. Um, and I'll ask her to uh, tell us where we might find the the authorities, uh, the the marshal or constabulary, whoever he is. Uh. She kind of she thinks about it. it's like most of them are wandering the city. I think their, I think their police house is, uh, kind of gives you a rough idea where it is. But most of the, most of the most of the time, and as you were walking back, you saw there are, uh, constables and, and whatnot wandering around the kind of walking, uh, specific area. Okay, so cool. easy enough to find. Yeah, it shouldn't be too yeah. hard to speak to find someone, speak to them, and then ask about where who you're looking for and where they are and where where you might be able to find them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. So at this point, it's probably uh, probably uh, close to it's it's just it's it's uh, close to the evening. I think uh, you probably got about another hour or so before the sun starts to before the uh, the. The, the day kind of ends and moves into that twilight before it gets to night. About to say sunset, but there's not a whole lot of sun. Yeah. <laughs> if there is sun, it's it's cloud cover covers most of it. So you, it's that it's that moment it's going and it's going to start getting dark. Cool. Uh, I will ask a question of of Koth or of uh, Auntie 
uh, as we're standing there to see where is there a, a specific area of town where the murders are more frequent? Um, Koth, uh, Koth, and, Koth, who has already left, so you can't really ask him. Auntie, <laughs> on the other hand, um, says, uh, probably about a few blocks, not, not too far from here in the different, in, in the, uh, in the next district, um, that she taught that, and she mentions it and kind of points you there, which is as she describes it. And you think about how long it took you to walk over. It's probably right about where you saw the first murder to begin with. So, if that could be, it's, but it kind of varies, but it's all typically within that court, that kind of ward or district of the city, because that's a, that's a lower income, there's more prob, more probability, and she tells you all the little colorful words for, uh, <laughs> night workers and, and things like that, that could be prime targets every time this kind of happens. I, I'll, uh, I'll turn to the group and offer as a thought you know we understand that these murders only happen at night and we really want to get to the bottom of this i would offer that we find a secure place near this district where these murders have been happening and just keep an eye and an ear out for a few hours to see what we can discover, if anything, uh, before coming back here to get our rest. Do we uh, maybe find like somewhere high to watch so we can see more than one spot? Maybe like on the roof or something? Yes. Would we be able to see, Scoob? I mean, that's the, that's the, with the mist, fog. Nope. Yeah. When the when it gets into when it gets into that time when it gets at night and whatnot and the fog is fairly thick, you're only gonna see a few feet in front of you. Mm-hmm. So getting on a roof to look down onto the street is a not is a great idea, but unfortunately, realistically, you're not gonna see much. And as you think about think back to the night before with the fact how thick the fog was. Mm-hmm. And how easy it is to get turned around in this place because you're still not 100%. You're still not very familiar with it. You've walked a few streets, got lost a couple of times trying to find the market, finding your way back. So you're starting to learn, but there is a lot of turns and alleys and cross streets, and it is a it is just a maze of streets and corners and stuff. And so you thinking about that and thinking about okay. Some of the some of the buildings are three or four stories tall, all kind of built close to each other. I mean, it's not exactly an easy thing to be wandering, wandering through. I have another question for you. This is that close to us. We're not going to be able to see it if it does happen unless they're there attacking us. Right. Very true. Yeah. Right. It does. It does make the investigation harder. I'm not going to lie. I have, I have a, I have a question. No, you're not going to convince me to make it easier because that's not going to be any fun either. So, nice attempt, but no. Just, just no. So, question about this uh, silvered amulet. Okay. Does it only direct us to a place or an item or a person? 
go ahead and give me an Arcana check. Ooh, my strongest suit. Oh, great. <laughs> this will be easy for you. Uh, that is a 15. Ooh. Nice. Highest roll of the night. So far. <laughs> There's always room for more. <laughs> that being said, though, um, thinking back to what Pennyworth told you and uh, discerning that these, the enchantment that's on the amulet is uh, reminiscent of the of the find, uh, find path spell. Okay. Find path. Uh, trying to remember. Yeah, find the path. Um, gives you for a specific uh, location within the same plane of existence, so to speak. So it's a little, it's it's, and you have to know specifically what it is you're looking for. Well, of course, our person at once is supposed to tell us. Let, I'll be right back, guys. Okay. I would say we probably need to wait till it's not so close to dark then and, and go for the authorities in the morning. Yes, if the mist is that thick, we don't want to get lost. And it seems like it might be fairly easy to do that. Yeah. Mm. So what do you plan to do for the night? Uh, can we stay at the inn again? Yes, you have rooms. You'll have rooms there. You, <laughs> you have rooms and it'll be the uh, the, the fair for the fair for that. For the okay. for, for the party to stay there, it's uh, probably about a, a, a gold a night, basically. That gives like you fine. all your food and room and board, all that fun stuff. I mean, okay. drinking, of course, you'd have to go to a pub or type place for that kind of that kind of beverage. Yeah. But you'll have rooms. You can stay. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, I'll pay for the entire party then. Okay. That's kind of a tab, so when you settle up, that's when you pay pay out. Perfect. One of those things, if you were to stay for like a month or more, it'd be like on the first of the month. Yeah, 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 kind of yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah, cool. Makes sense. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, Paul, you're going to have to speak up a little bit. Sorry. I was trying to think if there's anything else we could do that night as we're as we're um, spending the night, but I, I can't think of anything else you guys can. It's like how we could figure this out better, but I'm I'm on a pretty big blank. How about you guys? Uh, I will let you guys discuss while I go grab a drink. So you guys can discuss amongst yourselves because this is a lot to kind of go through and figure out. Sure. So I will be right back. Okay. Doesn't seem like we're getting very far very quickly, and we only have so much time. Mm, that's true. And I mean, we'll we'll go and talk to the authorities in the morning, but I I kind of doubt we're going to get much out of that either. Yes, I. Part of my thinking, though, I I understand now with the the amulet that it doesn't work the way that I would hope it would. Would be that we might be able to be pointed in the right direction, uh, and and find whatever murderous or vicious thing this was that was con you know doing these uh, these evil acts find them 
uh, and and see them catch them in the act. Um, but I fear one, we might not be prepared for what it is we encounter, or two, we might be spotted by one of the constables and be even more suspicious to them uh, walking out in the middle of the night. Um, but I'm, I'm at a loss right now as we consider what to do. Maybe, maybe we go to, I'm trying to think, like, maybe go to that district when it's not night, talk to the people that are in that district, maybe. Yes. They'll know yes. more because they were there. Yes. Maybe they saw somebody. I mean, obviously we saw somebody, we just couldn't catch mm, them. Exactly. That's a good idea. I like that. Or maybe if we knew if we knew a little bit more about this creature or something, we could maybe look it up in the library or something mm. like that, but somebody else in town. <clears throat> Perhaps somebody else in town knows about it. Maybe. So you know, we're all in agreement to talk to the authorities and then maybe go to that district afterwards then? Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. So what's the plan? So we're going to rest for the evening and then go out at first light to speak with the authorities and then venture into that district and ask uh, any of the people that we could find that live there if they have heard or seen anything that's happened in the last few nights. Okay. All right. So you're so the idea is so you're planning to stay indoors for the and and stay indoors for the night and go out in the morning. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, so you guys stay. What do you guys do for the evening? Um, I'm just going to look over my notes <laughs> and and see if we've missed anything and, and, and reflect on on what's been said and the disposition of everyone that we've encountered. Um, and uh, obviously whenever I do go into uh, my, uh, my room, I will make sure that my back is not against the door and that I'm prepared for anything. Okay. I was interested. Tavros, you want to play with me until it's time to go to sleep? <laughs> I Boy. think I will decline. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, I have to go sharpen my horns. Yeah. What do I say now? That's it. <laughs> Look how dull they are. I have to go. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. every way the way I understand. Um, and then I'll go up to my room and I'll 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 I'll, uh, I'll quickly close and lock the door. Okay. Oh, cats. Oh. Now, Titus, are you in the main area when you're doing the note thing, or are you in your room when you're doing the note thing? I am in the main area when I'm doing the note thing. But I come over to you and ask about the chess too. <laughs> and you ask about what? The chess set. I have a chess set. You have a dragon chess set. Oh. 
I don't know that I have any proficiency in that. <laughs> you need to have proficiency. It's supposed to be fun. Okay, so we can, I, we, we, we can go about that. We can go about that. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to play a game of chess? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Uh, who is uh, who is going to go first, or do we want to? I'll let him go first. You let him go first. Yes, the novice, the guy who knows nothing about. <laughs> that, that's fine. That's fine. Actually, you to go first. Go ahead, uh, and by the time you're getting into this, this is now it's nighttime, getting into the late evening, uh, and whatnot. So, uh, Titus, uh, go ahead and uh, give me an. Intelligence check. Yeah, intelligence. that's why Tavros didn't play chess. <laughs> uh, that is a solid eight. All right, Pearl, give me an intelligence check. Oh, I got fifteen. Hey. All right, so Titus, you make the you make the first move, and Pearl. Makes one where it puts that piece in danger. Uh, puts that piece in danger. A few more moves are exchanged. Uh, go ahead and give me. And you make a move, and it's a critical one where she takes one of the pieces from your side. Uh, go ahead and give me a, another intelligence check, and Pearl, you give me another intelligence. Check. Ten. Sixteen. I think you had a you're, you're it's like, all right, pawn, pawn, pawns are easy. Okay, so you move around, and she takes she takes another piece. Um, go ahead and give me another set. Oh, this is so true to life. Uh, two. Two. Okay, Pearl. A, nat a 20. A natural 20. A natural 20. Yeah, she uh she takes the queen. <laughs> uh, she takes the queen. You now only you you you, you had you lost about half your pieces at this point. Uh, uh, go ahead and uh, give me another set another set of intelligence checks. Twelve. Twelve. Seven. Ah, oh, you she over she over she uh got overconfident and you take. Uh. You start to take a few pieces from her side of the board. Uh, getting in, this is uh, starting to get intense as you both are. She's thinking she had an easy mark, and you're turning around, turning it on her. Yep. Uh, Titus, Titus rolls up his sleeves and leans forward, looking closer at the uh, the board. All right. Uh, go ahead and give me another set. A ten. Nineteen. And she lured you into a trap. Now, now you're not. Now you're in the danger of losing. Uh, go ahead and give me another set. Eleven. Two. Ooh, and you paid her back for it. Now you're you're, you're in a position. You could you, you could one of you could put the other in check. So you uh, manage, you get her in check, and she uh, almost can put you in check. Uh, give me another set. 17. Oh, I got 11. You have her in check. Oh, no. <laughs> one more. One, she, she's trying to get herself out of it. 
This next roll, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens on this next one. All right, go ahead and uh, go ahead and roll it. I got a nat twenty. I got a dirty one. <laughs> and that would be checkmate. That Pearl is... <laughs> has uh, succeeded in the game. What's your modifier? I'm just curious. Oh, it is a negative one. Oh, mine's a, mine's a zero. <laughs> At the end of the game, I'm playing with checkers pieces, coasters, <laughs> whatever I can find. But yeah, it was a uh, nut off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so, and the game is gone about. So it gets to it gets to be pretty late. It's getting close to about midnight. As you guys are sitting in the common room. Oh, and I put all the pieces away. I purposely put the bag under the table so that I can slowly knock each one off the table, like a, like a cat would. <laughs> but it goes into the back. I like that. Alright. Uh, Tarvos, what are you doing while they're playing this game? Uh, sleeping. Okay. <laughs> Getting a long rest. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Earl and Titus, go ahead and give me perception check. Sixteen. <laughs> I had a nat one to make five. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I used all my nat twenties on stupid chess game. <laughs> uh, Titus, as you're as you're sitting there and bundling up your notes and going about after this game, uh, you hear the clock striking midnight, and then everything is quiet. And then all of a sudden, you start hearing whistles being. Out on the street. Do you think we should go look? Does the quieting, uh, calming of the atmosphere, does that happen with people recognizing that the clock has struck midnight? Or it's is kinda it kind of like a collective hold your breath? Okay. Wait. And it's... now the whistle, and, the, and now the whistles are going. Are the okay. whistles loud enough to wake me up? Uh, give me a Constitution check. No, I, uh, well, told me yet, I didn't notice. <laughs> Ooh, uh, 21. Oh, nope, you are sleeping like a baby. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I tell, um, I tell Pearl that I heard whistles out in the street. And are they the, the whistles of a, a, a alarm as from the constables? They're the whistles of the constabulary. You heard them a few times throughout the day for various, for, uh, as you're, as you were traveling, but this is, Quite a few of them being blown and being blown with intensity. It's like they're willing it to be louder, and they mm. are going off all across. They're starting to go off in succession uh, as you go as you move toward the uh, the exit. You hear this. You hear the sounds of of, of boots and and shoes on on the cobblestone with the running and the whistling, and it seems like there's utter panic outside right now. Hmm. As soon as he tells me, I would jump up. Should we go see? Should we go see? No, we should not go. Let's 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 go get Tavros first. Um. Yes, yes. I I understand. I understand. Sound. You go to the sound. Yes, I get it. Uh. Go go 
let's go get Tavros before we head out anywhere. Uh, and is there anybody standing around that's also looking out there? Uh, you go uh, as far as looking outside? Mm -hmm. It's like looking towards the sound. All right. Uh, as you kind of poke your head out and look, uh, go ahead and give me a per go ahead and give me a perception check. All right, I will do that, and I will use my bardic uh, inspiration. That works. I'll be back in about two seconds. I'll... Okay. All right, uh, so that is a 15. 15. Um, there aren't a lot of people on the street. Uh, people are understandably concerned about what's starting to happen. You see a group of uh, three or four constables running down the street. Uh, you kind of you can hear them more than see them, uh, except as like dull shadows in the fog. Because at night it gets very foggy throughout the city. Mm. And you hear them and they kind of run as they run past on a nearby cross street. Okay. So I can get a sense of what general direction they're running. They're all running to that direction? Yes. Several are. They're trying to converge on that direction. Okay. Um, I, I'll tell, uh, I'll ask Pearl to uh, go and see if she can wake Tavros. And... Uh, um, and then meet us, meet me back down here uh, immediately. Okay, Pearl. And goes and does what he says. All right. So you go up and uh, you knock on uh, Tarvos's <laughs> door, or what? How do you how do you go about trying to wake him up? <laughs> Again? Sorry. I can't hear. I can't hear you very well, Pearl. You gotta you gotta speak up, sweetie. Sorry. Um. Um. I would start with knocking on the door. Uh, but okay. I, I, I like Tadius's idea where I scratch on the door. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> so, so it's like the. Yeah. Um, I, uh, Tarvos, go ahead and give me another Constitution to see if you're uh, this uh, uh, get your attention. Uh, fourteen. Not quite loud enough. <laughs> uh, eventually, she starts doing the thing. Tarvos. Tarvos. <laughs> One more time. Tarvos. 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 Eventually, I'll stand up and go, Cats. And then I'll open the door. You open the door and there, there's Pearl. She's kind of got her hands up, like she was gonna start scratching. Hi. Yes. Whistles. Come on. Like, like grab him and like pull on his clothes and pull him. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just let me get dressed. Oh, we don't have time for that. We need to go. Come on. <laughs> I'm gonna push her away and then close the door and. Get my armor on and my weapons and such, and then I'll go back downstairs. I'm walking out the door again. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, so Tarvos comes down the stairs, kind of, kind of still waking up. So now, what? The, now, what do the three of you do? I pulled him out of the door. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got 
Oh, there. So you're coming down. What you're? What do you? What are the? What are you gonna do? Um, I'm gonna tell Tavros what we heard, um, and then what we saw, uh, as those uh those uh, constabularies ran uh, in that direction. Um, I, I think there might be something going on uh, now. Uh, there may be another murder afoot. Uh, it, it might be in our interest to to go and and check this out, but try and stay out of sight. Yeah, well, I, I will. I I will do the best that I can to stay out of sight. The mist will help. Then she's trying to pull on Titus. Come on, come on, let's go, let's go. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. We need to find her. <laughs> Do we have like a, I don't want to say a bell, but maybe a rope or something? Yeah, just yeah. A little bell we can put around her neck. Yeah. Uh, you guys have explorers packs and stuff like that. You would have 50 feet of rope. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I I I, oh, I reach for my. I can yeah, walk I, up to the innkeeper and say, "Do you have to have an extra bell? You might have a little, a little tiny bell." Um. At this point, Auntie's the one who kind of wakes up, and she's in her her her, her night clothes. She's pulling on a <laughs> robe. She said, "What's all this racket, Theory, What? I'll make pies in the morning. What's all this racket?" Uh, apparently there were whistles outside and I'm just curious if you had a bell that would get attached to pearls so she doesn't run off again and when you mention the whistles and thinks about she starts to kind of just get this cold alertness about her oh. and I there might have been an She's, she's, you could say, kind of see something flash across her face. And then it's the, she then tries to just kind of put on that brave face, that, that friendly, calm face again. Now that she's had a moment to kind of react and mm. no, dear, I don't have another bell. We, uh, just the one for the, just the one for the door. And she points to one that's kind of hanging over, uh, hanging over the door. It's kind of like, you know, the early doorbell when it comes, when someone walks in. Kind of yeah. deal, so nobody can walk in unannounced. Uh, now Pearl's apologies. never going to leave. <laughs> I was going to say, my apologies. I, 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 I would, I didn't mean to upset you. <clears throat> it's good, dear. It's good. It's good. You should, you should, you should go back to bed. Let the let the constabulary hand attempt to handle this. Can I reach the bell? <laughs> yes, because you can stretch your arm over. Well. Should be able to, and even so, you're you could probably climb up to where you could hit the bell. But the minute you attempt to do that, Auntie kind of gives you that mom look. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I touch it and then come down, but I don't make it. Yeah, right. You know the one I'm talking about—the one where it's like where every parent looks at their kid. It's like usually oh. <laughs> the parent glare. <laughs> like, don't even think about it. <laughs> I know this is not a cutscene to pushing the button when no one's looking. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so I'll suggest to, to Titus and, and Pearl. I, it's, uh, Auntie says that we shouldn't follow, but but I'm I'm somewhat curious as to what's going on. I'm, uh, um, I'm working my way. I'm already at the door because I was trying to touch the bell. So if I can't touch the bell, I want to start working my way out the door. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> you might either want to grab me or or, or come with. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll reach into my pack and pull out my fifty foot rope. And I say, well, you go. You have, have to go up to your room and try and come back down. And as you <laughs> as you come back down, you you kind of see Auntie standing there, giving Pearl the 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 look. She's sitting there. She's putting her hand down and reaching for the door to open the door. And 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 Tar- Tarvos is in between the two, trying to be like, <laughs> "What have I done?" And is kind of I moving toward the door. To so you come this. down. You got your rope, and you see this, and you're just like, "What you gonna do with that?" I don't know if I want to ask. It's kind of that. It's that kind of situation. Do you know happen to know the road back to Theros by any chance? These yeah. two are scaring me. If you want, Titus, go ahead and roll a uh, history check to see if any of that makes sense to you. <laughs> I'm just. I'm watching. Uh, 11. <laughs> he speaks of this place, and you're like, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> and, and Tarvos, he sits there, he's trying, it's like, he, no idea. It could be 10 miles, it could be two planes, he has no idea where you're, ta- where, where, where is this place you speak of? It's not important right now. Let's go. <laughs> I'm going to suggest in actual seriousness at this point that uh, we do um, at least all clasp onto the rope, if not be tied, Pearl. Uh, And and that will help us to stay stay together as a group and not not be uh, separated. Um, Because it'll be very difficult for us to navigate. Yeah, it is. I agree. You're not going to try to tie me up when I get close. Insight. <laughs> Insight. Right now, I saw that face. <laughs> what? What? I. She. She wants to. She. She wants to insight whether or not Titus is going to use this as an excuse to tie oh. her up from doing something stupid later. I apologize. Okay. Cool. <laughs> no, no. I'm sure a lot of people are like, really? Like what? <laughs> so go ahead. Roll. Roll that dice. That oh, 20. For 20. I am definitely going to tie you up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming there. <laughs> He's like, no, this is so we don't get separated. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nope. Nope. All right, so she declines the offer. <laughs> so there's just me and Tavro standing there holding a 50 foot rope. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, sort of as you come out you're on the you're on the streets I'm because i'm afraid of him i'm gonna go out the door i'm out the door you're on the uh city streets uh the fog is again thick as always uh you can only you can only see maybe 10 or 10 or 15 feet at best uh you do see the glow of the street lamps which are these oil these kind of 
these kind of streetlights that have kind of a like a continuous flame spell in them to provide light and they're spaced at regular intervals you could see the glow through the fog so you you can make you can kind of make your way um who is leading the procession well i will because i saw which direction they were going. okay go ahead and give me a survival check to uh see if you can for navigating through do i have more than one uh advantage i uh, i believe you guys have acquired two in the last three weeks all right well i will use my second advantage and that should use them up unless someone is charitable to start donating to extra life in $15 increments to give you guys advantage on your next dice roll. <laughs> All right, so that advantage is a whopping 10. Huh. Wow. <laughs> you lead them through and you think you're heading the right way as best you can, but it's you're tr thinking you're expecting more uh, conversation as it goes, but it's actually getting kind of quieter. So you might've got yourself turned around. By a wrong, a wrong, a wrong turn somewhere. I would be all right. my ears and things to listen, you know, and stuff like that. I'm sorry, I didn't catch all of that. I said um, I'd be trying to use my ears and things to try and listen as we go. All right, go ahead and give me a perception. Yeah, I'm I'm following kind of behind the two of them, so that Pearl is in the middle, so that she can't run off without me seeing it. Good idea. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was an eight yeah i rolled low no uh, no you're still kind of you're still kind of you, you're distracted and still kind of fixated on why <laughs> why would why would anyone not just rush off to go and look for something this, this is just so counter to your to your actions of late can and, i uh can i, I try an eye on that rope i don't want to get in too close to me <laughs> Uh, what do you want to try and do? Perception, uh, survival. Yeah, perception. What are you trying to do? Uh, perception. To, to okay. See if go I ahead and give me. Help. Go ahead and roll a perception. Uh, ooh, that's better. Uh, twenty seventeen plus three. Nice, nice. So, you you kind of hear some of the conversation off to the side. Titus is kind of leading you in a in a kind of a a, a perpendicular direction to that, and you kind of can speak up. Speak up and tell them. I think they're over here on the left. And Titus will turn, and you guys start to head toward the left. Um, eventually, you do find uh, a group of people that had congregated. Some of them, uh, some of them look really kind. Of, you thought they would looked really weird the night before. Tonight, some of them just seem really. Some of them have like these high metal collars on. Uh, presumably to try to prevent slashing. Uh, some people are are just kind of uh, the looky who's kind of wanting to see what's going on. You see the constabulary over. As you kind of work your way in, you do see that there is another body lying on the ground. Um, the throat's cut completely uh several other incisions it looks kind of like they were uh opened up and examined uh inter looking at the internals and there's again little to no blood all of this kind of this this uh this is uh, this grossness of of a of the murder the brutality of it 
but there's no blood. And especially Tarvos, being a soldier, seeing the battlefield, you've seen horrific wounds and the, what happens when blades and, and, and limbs meet. And yeah, the, this is yeah. just totally, totally kind of mind-boggling how there's little to no blood. But they've been just carved open. You would expect a huge puddle spray. around the body, spray, and things like that. Nope. Nothing. Um, would the, the policeman that we saw last time be there? The, Go ahead uh, and uh, give me an investigation check. <clears throat> would I ever have heard of any kind of a monster that might have done this or... Give me a nature check. Got an 11. Got an 11. Uh, you don't see him on site yet. Uh, just some uh, of the other ones. Some of the other cons uh, constables are trying to kind of keep things clear. Keep things clear from the from the body. Carvos? 17. 17. <clears throat> no creature that you are currently familiar with. Okay would go to this much effort and not consume something or uh, the, the or to, to drain a body of blood would require less ex some of this is just like okay this happened but it was like if you're going to drain the body of blood I mean you've heard of vampires and, and yeah, vampiric oh yeah. creatures and this is too much work to just drain the body of blood and move on. So it so, looks like somebody's actually drained the body of blood. It's not just like... You, you go... You, the body was cut open, kind of uh -huh. like uh, someone would, would field dress an animal. Okay. I kind of deal that kind of pull-up cut across the midsection, the throat slit, all of that. Well, These wounds and injuries would indicate that there should be a lot of blood. Okay. But there's no blood. But there's none. Or there's very little blood. Weird. I think I know something out of character. <laughs> I don't know if my character would know it. Well, if you think if you don't think your character would know, then that would be a skill <laughs> check to see if your character would find out. Otherwise, that is what is called metagaming. So that would be player uh, knowledge to character knowledge. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. why I brought it up. So uh, medicine check. All right. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, 16. And... What is your question? What are you trying to determine? Well, I think the woman was dead before she was cut open. Um, that's why there's no blood. Oh. Um, that's nope. a, entirely plausible. You go and you take a look. Uh, without being able to get close to the body, you're kind of... Right at a distance because the constables aren't letting you get close to the body. Mm -hmm. um, but you can kind of get, you can kind of estimate that the, the throat probably was the first, first act. Mm -hmm. And then there was this other part. Yeah. Oh, um, I, I, am I, how, how close are we to the, the crowd of people? Um, you would have had to be in the crowd in order to see past the constabulary. Tarvos doesn't have to be quite as close because, you know, he's got that height advantage. Right. 
but, so kinda... to, but he he does have to kind of weave around because again yeah. there are taller creatures as well as because again this is just about any uh, just about any race you can you can imagine lives in this city in some con some grouping or of another so it's a very big melting pot of races as everywhere in the world is right and kind of just looks in and but from what you can tell you you, you don't see if you can you don't see any real difference but just looking at this and kind of piecing it together your best uh, uh theory is that the throat was cut first and that the rest of this was after yeah so i i kind of retreat back to where Burl and and tavros are and i relay what i've observed with that and and say you know i, I don't think this was a single act I think this was done very carefully over time in the cover of night. I may be wrong about this, but the fact that there's not very much blood tells me that much of the gore that we see was after that young woman was already slain. What if, what if they did all of that and then put the body down? I wonder. Um, can we tell if there was any blood under the body? Not at this distance. You'd have to actually get closer to the body, mm -hmm. and so far the the constables are not letting you, not letting you or anyone nearby, until uh, someone else of authority comes up. Uh, the yellow tape of paradon. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Police line. Nothing to see here. Yeah. Outer edges to see if we see any drag marks or anything that would indicate that it got pulled there, or like. Any like all the outer edges of it, like it's a blood off. Uh, give me an investigation check. Such a good modifier for investigation. Yeah, that's a three. No, and <laughs> Can e I ask? even even so, that's that there doesn't appear to be any drag marks at all. It looks like where this person was is where they dropped. Can I talk to anybody in the crowd and ask them if they saw anything? Okay. Like if they saw a person or maybe anybody witnessed anything at all? Um, nope. No, okay. There's just like we heard a scream, heard the whistles. Um, it's been kind of a kind of a wild night out on the streets. Okay. Because everybody's on edge and People are being pranksters. Oh, okay. some people saw there. You hear some chattering. It's like um, this took too long because there was too many people who are just being insensitive and pulling pranks. So, okay, it's it's a grumbling. Yeah, sure. Yep. Hey, Tom Rose, did you get a good look at the guy that stabbed you in the back? Uh, oh, did I? Uh, go ahead and give me a history check. Oh, I'm not sure. I can't remember I, if I did. I was facing him and attacking him, so would I have gotten mm. a good look at him? <laughs> 14. Uh, give me a history check, bro. I just got another Matt 20. Oh, uh, it looks like the figure of the coachman who is uh, running from the who's uh, who's who's at the who picked mm -hmm. up the uh, who apparently was 
at the ready when the kill when the uh, presumed killer jumped into the coach, mm -hmm. uh, the mustache and, and whatnot. That's about all. There's no other really defining features other than that. While we're there, that to them. Pearl, did you did you say in character that about the um, dragging marks? Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm so, taking it as in character. So. Yes. <laughs> so um, I'm I'm trying to put two and two together here, guys. Uh, Tavros and and Pearl, correct me if I'm wrong, but the guy that 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 struck you, Tavros, was the coachman of that that carriage. Is that correct? Uh, yes, I believe it was. Yes. And we saw the other one, the presumed murderer, get in to that carriage, right? Yes, I Yes, he did. Yeah. I jumped after the carriage, so I got a glimpse. What do you think about this? That maybe the murders didn't happen in the street? Well, they have to in the carriage. Or at some other location, and they're just dumping the body in the cover of night. That uh, that does seem um, that to be the best way. Uh, it's it's a not. I mean, it, it you wouldn't kill somebody in the street if you had a, a place to do it. Right, and clearly this had to take time. I mean, you you we we both we've all seen what great care there was in in cutting. And, 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 you know, doing all of this to this woman, aside from the slashing of the throat, everything else seems to be with very great finesse. Do the cuts look very clean or is it, or is it very, um, like, like, does it look like it was a skilled, like somebody who's, who is skilled at cutting or, or somebody who was just like stab, stab, stab. Give me a, uh, investigation. Um, uh, I, 15. I have an idea. Um, what if they're using the blood for something? That's why they oh, don't that could be. So, coat or something like that, maybe? Mm -hmm. uh, you said a, a 15. plausible theory, a 15? Yep. Um, the cuts are precise as far as they went exactly where they were intended to go. Okay. Someone who is practiced Good. from this okay. distance, that's about all you can tell. No, oh, that's good to know. Um, is it, is they don't look, it doesn't look, uh, it, it's not random. Man. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. The cuts aren't good random. Thing. It's like this is somebody knew what they were doing and they did it quick. Good. Okay, good to know. Cool. So, in summing up, everybody in the crowd is pretty much people that showed up after the body appeared. Um, and the constabularies are all responding because. Somebody cried out and said, "There's a body," and they showed cried up. Cried out, and there was a scream. Mm -hmm. And the calls for murder kind of dominoed out. I'm sorry, Pearl. I didn't quite hear you. Okay. Um, other idea. What if we go to the families of who died? Try to find out the connection. You have to be sensitive, though. Yes. I think with that, uh, we're going to take a short 10 minute break. Stand up, grab drinks, all that fun stuff. Um, got some questions that have come in.
Uh, question from Kit Matari: Is the light still on Tarvos's horn? No, because they didn't <laughs> cast it on Tarvos's horn today. It's been extinguished for many hours. <laughs> so, I'll be right back, guys. So, just to kind of throw that out there, but uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, back in just a few minutes. Alrighty, and we're back. Uh, while on the break, we had a couple of uh, comments and questions, so we'll get that first since you guys, everybody's here. Uh, comment from Kit Mitari. This is a great mystery murder. I have no idea who might have done it and why. Sazori uh, the Red Sand comment. Uh, you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Cesare the Red Sand again. Uh, you guys are awesome. Keep up the great work. I hope you're all having a wonderful week. I'm having a good week. Well, it's been very busy. Uh, how about you guys? All all good for the most part? Yes. Yeah, great week. Absolutely. Been lots of fun role play all around. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is my. Wait a minute. I think this is my fourth game. I've DM'd oh, wow. in. Four out of five I've DM'd in this week. Wow. Yeah. And I'm DMing another one tomorrow, so yeah. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> okay. Um, question from Kit Matari. What class is Pearl? Pearl is a monk. A tabaxi monk from a monastery that had a... Apparently had a access to the Shadowfell. Uh, another question uh, from Kit Matari. How many days before the artifact is gone for another 13 years? Spoiler, I can't tell you because then they'll know and <laughs> they need to be keeping track of their notes. Uh, the the Red Sand comment. Remember, you're awesome and have fun. While we do this, we have fun. Not exactly going the way I thought it was going to go, but you know what? <laughs> like everything else, best laid plans go completely out the window once the party, once the players get involved. <laughs> um, it's the most fun when it goes off the rails. It, it, it is because then it's like everybody. That's where you make. That's where you really make me kind of go. Okay, how do I get? How do I steer this <laughs> ship back in the in the in, in the way? You know, um, uh, Miss Kick comment amazing story nice rp keep up the amazing work and story thank you we do our best and uh comment from simon 1960 love the wildcat <laughs> yeah she's uh she's something a handful <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah she is she is definitely something Alrighty, so exactly I planned it, but hey, it works. <laughs> <laughs> what we do? That's what we do. I love it. I'm having fun. Fun? Then we're obviously doing something wrong. Oh, obviously. Yeah. I'm still finally recovering from dinner. <laughs> what did you have? Um, I went to pick up my Jeep. Because the shifter cable on my Jeep busted right before Labor Day at the beginning of September. And they called me and said the part was on back order. 
And so it finally got fixed and a couple other things got fixed and I went to go pick it up and we passed a billboard that talked about a, a seafood restaurant and it's like, the mood for seafood and this place just opened like literally three days ago. Perfect. So we went to check it out and uh, it's one of those like oil uh, type places where they give you a, they take, they put what you want in a bag and boil it and then serve it to you. So you can kind of open the bag. You have like this, like shrimp and and mussels and crab and like Cajun Cajun seasoning and this different <laughs> level of spice and everything. And it's just they put uh, when I first walked in because you know it's COVID and everything, right? So they have this like this wax paper over the table, and I'm seeing that and I'm thinking, oh, that's an easy way to clean up for the whole extra sanitation because of COVID. <laughs> and then I sit there and the waitress is like, have you ever been to one of these places before? I said, nope. <laughs> and she goes, well, here we go. And she, tells, she tells me what it is. And I'm like, that explains the paper. Gotcha. <laughs> so my wife and my daughter come and we order. And it's like, I think it was like $27 for the bag. Nice. And it's enough to feed two or like two people. Right. Sure. I, I know we did that we added a little extra half half a pound of muscle of black muscles in there and go through that and when i was done i i, I was like oh man that's filling oh boy oh boy <laughs> so I, I got home and was starting to look through things and it's like i kind of want to do that <laughs> you, you're so full you want to fall asleep and be like i'm done i'm good <laughs> Um, I, it's called, uh, Pier 88 is the name of the restaurant. I don't know if they're a chain. I honestly had not heard of them until I went in there. And the cooler thing was, and was the hat that since it's still all shiny and new, I started seeing people had written on parts of the walls. And I, I asked the waitress, cool. what's up with that? She goes, oh, here you go hands us a, a group of markers is like just don't write on this spot or this spot but write whatever if you got like a facebook or an instagram or whatever go ahead and write it on there and and, and to self-promote so yeah we tagged scuba studio in a couple of places nice <laughs> oh that's awesome that's kind of cool yeah but it was great food i would highly recommend it i about for me my wife and my daughter drinks food everything i under 50 bucks not bad that's not bad for seafood no, no especially when you're talking cra snow crab mm -hmm. and mussels and even even the one that had lobster in it it's only like 30 bucks wow so i mean that's a lot of food i mean little corn on the cob bits even had a boiled egg in there i mean and it's just <laughs> going through just big <laughs> I mean, it's the wildest dining experience i've ever had but i've derailed this place quite enough so <laughs> would love it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i think all of us would love it just this little thing it's like he brings us over puts it down and says oh let me get you a bucket no kidding a bucket with, with gloves and and bibs and and wipey things and plastic silverware and the bags on a plate you untie the bag you open it up and then it's just 
<laughs> I mean, it's like all oh, finger food. No. It's like the messiest dining experience oh, I've so ever bad. had since I was like, a, since like you know when you're like you're that little kid and then you're having your first birthday <laughs> and they just give you the cake and you know what's gonna happen and you're end up covered in cake. It's kind of that that kind of joy of eating again. It was awesome. wild. <laughs> all right, so all right, uh, fine dining aside, uh, you guys are uh, around the murder scene. Uh, the constables are there, and then after a little while, uh, Inspector An uh, Inspector Logan uh, shows up um, and sees the three of you standing there, and uh, then proceeds to go and um, start to uh, inspect, start to inspect the body. And he's looking in there and looking about it. And this is the this is about the point you. You guys uh, could try and get a little closer, and he he kind of looks like and talks to a couple of the officers, and it's like no, they weren't anywhere near. It kind of gets that, and then he kind of waves you in so you can come in and get a little closer because you guys did happen to see this the first victim, so you're kind of it's like okay, so you come in and you get a little closer, and now you can actually get a full view, a much clearer view of the body. And as, as as stated before, and as Professor, as Inspector Logan is inspecting it, he's kind of uh, looking over, and it, it's like makes a comment about the fact it's weird. All of the internal organ, uh, a number of the internal organs have been removed. <laughs> and from your distance, it was like, okay, yeah, this Carvos, he's kind of Carvos, and and you guys all kind of see. It's like, yeah, this person was kind of like. You know, really kind of butch butchered and whatnot. So Inspector Logan is looking through and trying to figure out what's going on. Can I see if there's any blood? Uh, uh, your mic kind of cut out. You asked if there was any kind of what? Can I see if there's any blood pulled under the body or around the body? Um, go ahead and give me an investigation check. I was going to ask the inspector, but since he's the one doing it, but give me a second. I'll let you. I'll let, I'll let you ask your question. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen. All right. So you try to look about. Uh, you see a couple of little droplets, uh, a little bit here and there, but nothing, not nearly enough for given the way the uh, the body is kind of laid out. So might be just a few a few drops, if that, but small drops. Um, Pearl, what was it you were gonna ask? I'd go up to the officer that we met before. Okay. And, um, have you checked underneath to see if maybe got moved and there's evidence that it's been moved first? Like it got killed somewhere else and got put here? Um, kind of... Trying to clue him into what we said, we figured out. Okay. Uh, he takes a... He kind of looks about. Um, kind of adjusts the bias. Doesn't look like it. Just thought, you know, That's how all, all of that here? Maybe they did it somewhere else and brought it here. This isn't quite the uh, motive. Most of the time, they hear a scream and then they go to look, and then there's the source of the scream is the person lying on the ground. I'll uh, I'll walk up and say, "You said the internal organs are removed, correct?" Uh, that's what it appears. And you, you, go ahead and take a, go ahead and give me an investigation check. Now that you're close enough, you can kind of look over. Would I would I know 
Um, if if any of the specific organs were used in maybe like a ritual, because I mean, minotaurs are t- tend to be somewhat bloodthirsty. So um, I don't know if there's like a lot of rituals that they do or uh, maybe um, they, they harvest specific go organs. Ahead and, go ahead and give me a medicine check as you look over the body. Oh, uh, uh, that's a six. Oh, um, anatomy's not really a big thing. You know where the pointy end of the spear is supposed to go. Okay, cool. And to get the best effect. And as you kind of piece that together, uh, it looks like, uh, the heart is missing. Um, looks like something in the gut area is missing. Um, that's about all you can determine right now. Could I ask the officer, do you know of why they would want to take those specific organs? Uh, he is, he's not sure, but he starts to kind of, kind of think about, it's like, you know, he starts to kind of run through and, and trying to think about, not sure why people would, or who people would do. Yes, so. <laughs> Saying hi, I see that. Sorry. Well, she wants to do her own vlog at some point. So. Aww. Aww. That's yeah. cute. This is why I'm so used to Pearl running off and just doing crazy things. <laughs> so I see, a, I see a, a, a tabaxi person living in my house everywhere. <laughs> Like I said, I have a son. I have inspiration. <laughs> and I have a cat. <laughs> Anyways, back to the story at hand. <laughs> Sorry, don't mean to keep breaking <laughs> no breaking the game. <laughs> so this this inspector really doesn't know much at this point. <laughs> He's not this... sharing much. Okay. There's a, dif- there's a difference. Again, you're you haven't really demonstrated your interest in helping with the investigation and he is still kind of leery of out of the fact that it's the fact that you guys happen to be lack of a better phrase in the wrong place at the wrong time yeah whenever he's coming up so he's a little leery but he also again being a public servant he wants he want he's more he's also genuinely more concerned with the safety of duty so he's focusing on that and less on you mm-hmm. so you haven't quite endeared yourself to him just yet to where he's full fully uh kind of brainstorming or or, or conversing sure. and sharing a dialogue now can we sense this can we tell that he's you know unsure of us because if so can we try to um... give me an insight check pearl yes i just gave you a bunch of character knowledge now we'll see how your players react or how you gave you a lot of player knowledge let's see how your characters react that's a six he's focused on the body and not so much you i will do the same all right you want to go ahead uh 16 all right um kind of in line with what i was saying he's focused on the fact that he needs to figure some information out to assess the the, the, the 
threat and to try to figure out how to stop the murders from continuing because this is the second victim <laughs> as do you guys think about it the first one was the previous night this is the second one so does 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 he know about the coachman or or like are they you aware? told him about it you told okay. you, you you were you were gailed what you saw the previous night the previous for previous murder All right, cool. what okay. you saw and whatnot um this is the uh, this you could try to tell him about what happened after he left the pub and you guys were walking toward the the inn yeah but is this yeah. really the time to sit there and discuss it it's true. kind of okay. is, is the question i'm asking you yeah no that's true you're right all these other people around. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yep. But I could uh, say something else. Maybe we talk later. Okay. He, he gives you a nod, and um, kind of it's, it's kind of stands up after examining the body, pulls out a little notepad, jots down some notes, starts to converse and get stories and, and statements from the other uh, cons the constables that are in the area. You kind of you you, you get the impression that he's done talking to you right now. He's focusing on this. And I'm going to purposefully step back and out of his way to show that I agree and, and be helpful in that way. Okay. Uh, can I take another look at the body and see if there's any type of markings um, or um, specific cuts outside of the area that was um, kind of opened up in the cuts and yeah. stuff like that. Give me a investigation. Fourteen. All right. Um, there are no distinguishing marks as far as uh, anything with cuts and whatnot. Um, the attire, as you kind of look through, the attire is uh, definitely kind of a lower class attire, um, but it's also kind of provocative. For, for compared to some of the women you've seen uh, wandering through the market and whatever, uh, this one's a little more provocative compared to the uh, compared to what you've seen. Um, but it's definitely a, a kind of a lower class type thing. Um, but you don't see anything. You don't see any tattoos or, or birthmarks mm -hmm. or cuts or anything outside of the one across the throat and then what was what was used to kind of cut open the body and remove the organs that have been removed is is does this woman appear to be the same we'll say status uh as the previous victim yes she's uh pretty close to that she's a uh, young uh probably mid-20s okay same like color hair or, or uh no this one is a brunette the previous one was blonde okay so um this uh it's it's Kind of a, it's weird because this one's a, this one this one's kind of an elf female, and oh, okay. so it's kind of a kind of a dark haired uh, elf female. Okay, so it's not like a specific, whatnot, but still. It, so it's not like a specific type that's getting hunted, I guess, if you want to call it that. No, all you, okay. uh, the only similarities mm -hmm. is they are both young. They're both of a particular profession. Okay, at, at best guess. Um. Are there any other people in the area that are dressed in similar fashion? Uh, there's a few uh, standing around. They've got their shawls covering them and, and understandably concerned. 
-hmm. and uh, they kind of have some hush whispers and stuff. I'd like to walk around over to them okay. in a very non-threatening manner <laughs> and and just um, introduce myself and ask if they knew the the young woman that was slain tonight. Uh, yes, uh, they, um, give me a persuasion. I almost, <laughs> I almost did it. <laughs> Uh, I don't have any ad additional uh, advantages or parts, so it's going to be a straight roll. Let's see what we get. Ah, 22. Hey. All right. Nice. Uh, so one of the women standing there is human. Uh, another one is a, uh, another one is, is another elf. Uh, this is a more of a dark skinned elf uh, that's there. Uh, a human, uh, and then uh, I, yeah, a, no, a, a gnome is standing there. She's kind of trying to see, but can't really see. <laughs> and they're sitting there and kind of talking. And um, as, as you come up and ask your question, they, they look to each other. And the gnome kind of pop pipes up as um, says that she thinks that, yes, I think, is that Annie? I, I think that's it. And she's asking, and the other girls are kind of avoiding answering the question. So it leads you to think that the girl's name is probably Ann. Um, I'll, I'll ask the, the, the one that, that spoke up and said, when, when was the last time you saw her? He had a customer... Uh, couple of hours ago and probably out to find another do you know this customer no we don't we, we don't ask this I'm asking because this might have been the one that harmed her wouldn't it be good to she, at that point the others are kind of giving her that signal it's like no we're not talking about this um, and I'll ask them uh, before they completely shut down uh, <laughs> if they knew the other woman that was slain the previous day. Um, and no, they are not familiar with who it was. I'm gonna ask him if, if can, can I walk over and, and again like you know, like non-threateningly, um, as non-threateningly as like I possibly can, um, and and walk over and say, um, um, and ask if they recognize the the coachman as I've never seen him before, like if he's a customer maybe, or or the guy that with and describe what he looks like, and say they're not. They, they not recognized in that because uh -huh. as you describe it it's like they're kind of like there's a lot of people with that kind of look and as she says that and you kind of look through the crowd there are a few gentlemen there constables and others all having a very similar type of facial facial feet facial hair and okay and structure so it's, it's really hard to tell okay <clears throat> 
idea. What if we found out where they work? Maybe they work at the same place. Maybe it has to do with that. I'm saying that to my party. Okay, so you walked over as well? Walking over to them. Sorry, I, I missed what you said. I'm specifically trying to talk to them, per se. You know, like, I'm not trying to talk to the other people, but if... Cool. Um, and I said, what if they all worked in the same place? Maybe we should find out where they worked. Maybe that has something to do. And you're asking this of your party, or... Of... Like, just... Okay, so that's a conversation amongst you guys. Okay. And I'm saying that uh, to, to um, have them help, because... People run away from me. <laughs> no, no, no. You run away from people. And and that dwarf didn't like me either. <laughs> wow. Are the are is are the, the women still standing kind of engaged in conversation with me or are they kind of No, they're they're away? starting to turn and kind of walk away. Right about right. the time Pearl comes up, uh, they stop for a moment to entertain Tarvos's question. Uh, the gnome kind of gives him a wink, and then they uh, kind of move on. <laughs> I wanna, I'm gonna look at. Go ahead. I, I want to look around very casually um, to see if there's anybody other than the inspectors that are watching us speak to these women. Like taking particular interest. Uh, give me a perception. Uh, no, I do not see anything at all. <laughs> uh, you are completely oblivious. Uh, what was that dice roll for posterity? Uh, for posterity, it was a net one for posterity. Ooh. Oh yeah, you're you're completely oblivious if anyone is watching you guys. Outside I, uh, of the, the looky lose and, and whatnot that would normally occur around this type of this type of scene. Because I'm proficient in perception, can I take a look as well? Sure. You can kinda casually look about. Oh, that's much better. Uh twenty. Seventeen plus three. Uh a couple of the constables are watching you, but nobody okay, so. from the crowd. Okay. And every so often Inspector Logan kinda looks at you as he's talking with uh, a couple of the others. If I notice that he's looking, can I at him? I don't know. <laughs> Roll a perception and see if you notice he's looking. Thank you. <laughs> that is a twenty-three. <laughs> yeah, at one point, at one point, he's trying to kind of keep an eye on you as for free. You notice it. <laughs> he's just shakes his head and, get, and tries to focus on the conversation. I want to uh, extend some goodwill uh, okay. to the inspector. Okay. And um, I will offer freely that we had spoken with these other ladies and they provided the first name identification of Annie um, as the name of the, the person that was deceased. Um, so um he kind of makes a note of that and uh go ahead and uh roll an insight check uh 16 
Um, there's a, it's kind of a glimmer of recognition on the name as he looks at the face and makes a note of it and talks about how it's probably, it might be, it might be, uh, Smitters is the last name. And um, I'll I'll ask him as he's thinking about that if he's been able to identify the other woman from the previous day. Uh, he uh, persuasion. Trying to work you guys is too endearing him. <laughs> Ten. Uh, he says he hasn't been able to identify who it is yet. It's probably someone who uh, works uh, as a night worker. Trying to find a very polite way of saying what she does. I'm saving all my high rolls for the next chess match. Just so you know. <laughs> by all means, you know th that's a that's a very tricky tabaxi. Yeah, yeah. You gotta watch out. She's a, she's a chess shark. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of look back to the party and and. And uh, I walk back over to them and, and say, uh, let them know that the inspector provided the, the likely last name of, of Smitters for Annie. Uh, and that he didn't have an identification that he was willing to provide to us for the other woman yet. Um, and I asked, do you guys think there's anything more for us to find here tonight? No, I don't think so. No, uh... No, unless we can get the constable to talk to us more and um, get him to trust us more. I don't think there's any more information we're going to get out of him. It's unfortunate, really. But... What's that? My, my character doesn't know that because I, I got bad insight. He doesn't trust us. He doesn't. Yes, that's that. Let's let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, I, I kind of speak to to Tavares and, and Pearl again and say, I wonder if we should let them know what we've been able to figure out or think that we figured out regarding the the manner of the cuts, how the slash of the throat was quick, and the the removing of the organs obviously took time. Uh, we think that it's, I think that it's likely that it, all of this took place somewhere else and this body was dumped here. I did mention that the, the, the dumping part to him, and I also said we needed to talk to him because we had other things. So, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. What do you all think? Should we continue to press this more tonight? I think we should go rest in this date. We need our rest to be able to yes. tomorrow. Okay. Um, I will mention to the inspector that, you know, we're, we're going back to the inn. And if he would like to ask us any questions in the morning, uh, that's where we'll be. Okay. You guys uh, head back into the inn. Auntie is uh, again being a good hostess, uh, is uh, waiting for you to return because she's a little concerned to make sure you guys come back and get it in. 
didn't get into any trouble as young people do <laughs> and uh come in and she was like uh ushers you up to bed you finish out your rest uh the following morning the smell of pies drifts upstairs and lures you into awakeness along with the smells of a particular beverage that is dark and noticeable for giving you a little extra energy in the uh, from a particularly roasted bean. So you come down and there is and there is pies and uh, some breakfast, some bacon and, and whatnot, and of course a few pots of coffee. You get to enjoy your coffee or water or milk and sit and at as you're coming down as you're sitting and enjoying your meal there's a knock at the door auntie goes to open it and there is inspector logan who has come and made a call to speak Uh, she offers him in offers him a seat uh, offers him something to drink he politely declines food but does uh take a coffee you could he could tell he probably hasn't been to bed yet per se Mm. I was gonna offer him a cup auntie's got it covered because you know you guys are there she's also had made sure you had two pies because she's like you still need more meat (laughs) on your bones (laughs) they are very delicious thank you I was gonna say, good thing there was milk for me to drink, because otherwise I would have drank coffee, and I really don't know what that would have done to Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Misty stuff. Um, <laughs> because. Oh, oh my God. All right, I got one for you. Oh, you God. were curious enough that you had your little thing of milk because she recognized you, and you wanted to take and sample this coffee so whereas most people would put milk in their coffee you put coffee in your milk (laughs) (laughs) nice i love that (laughs) you might like that (laughs) you kind of stir it up and and you take your first couple of sips and it's like not really noticing any difference so you're kind of experimenting with the right ratio of coffee and milk for a taste while the while this conversation goes on That's i love awesome. it and that'll keep me occupied for a while <laughs> <laughs> so is the, is the inspector sitting at a separate table from us no, he's sitting. It's a very small. It's a. It's kind of a small thing. There's really mm-hmm. kind of a communal table that people can sit at in the kitchen because okay. you know that's the way these houses are kind of designed. There isn't like this. Isn't it? Isn't like a tavern inn. This is a lodging house where there's a. It, a lot of these places could be like large multi-room uh, dwellings, but as a source of income, they would rent out rooms for people to stay at. So right. there's a chance for a meal, or you go out into city to try to find a meal as opposed to as opposed to going like more like what for you titus being going into the village of barovia or going into Wallachi or or curse any of those places it's it this is a much different for you you kind of think it's like this is just i've never seen i've never i haven't really thought about using my house as a hotel kind of a kind of deal Right. And the same thing seems a little odd, a, a counter to what you guys are, to what Pearl and Tarvos are kind of used to, 
Pearl, she's used to the big, uh, everybody has a room, there's a big communal eating area, and then people go off to do meditations or practice their martial arts, those kinds of things. Tarvos being a soldier, you're used to people in a military type camp. They come together for like a mess hall and whatnot. So, it's, again, it's a little different, a little more intimate than what you're used to. And he's sitting there kind of waiting uh, for this conversation to kind of progress. Staring a little oddly at, at Pearl as she mixes coffee and milk and to try to find some optimal ratio. And he just takes his black. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm too occupied to talk to him. I'm, I'm just, I'm just doing this, man. I'm just... Yep. Yeah. A little bit here. You, you have the milk. You pour a little bit in. Stir it. Taste. A little bit more. Stir. Taste. And, and... I'm not talking to him at all at this point. You guys will have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I finish uh, eating a, a piece of bacon, and I look over to the inspector, and how's the, how's the investigation going? Yeah, it's, it's not trying to figure out what's going on. My men are stretched very thin in this region. Uh, trying to figure out possible suspects, trying to figure out what's going on. This is, we have a very tight window of when this, uh, of to try to find this killer before we lose him again. Um, being as you guys have been around both victims, let's, wanted to see how could we what what have you seen and what uh what other insights could you offer um again this is kind of a hat in hand let's compare notes and see what see where this goes so at this point i'm going to be completely transparent with him and tell him everything about the the way that the cuts appear to be done the fact that there was no blood suggests that the body was dropped um mention uh i'll start telling the story of when tavros was attacked um and you know fill in what details i can about that and uh, a basic description of the coachman and then the figure that was seen standing over the first body okay so he pulls out his notes and looks at it when you get into the bit about tarvos being stabbed uh, tarvos kind of kind of unconsciously as with any people who've suffered an injury that really kind of is recent or, or smarts, he's kind of react. He kind of, uh, kind of unknowing, kind of subconsciously just coming and kind of touching that spot and a little bit. Uh, the inspector, uh, inspector takes the notes and whatnot and says, "Yes, uh, our our, I guess our med our, our medical examiner." Uh, looked over it and noticed that there was a couple of organs removed. There doesn't appear a lot of blood, but um, doesn't quite buy the dro the dropped the uh, the body was dropped. But it is at this point he's willing for any kind of theory to to, to, to sit there and work out. And he asks you, is do you have any idea who could possibly? You seem to be familiar with uh, familiar with uh, the way things can cut. And the anatomy of of, human, uh, of of things, do you have any theories on who might be a potential suspect? Um, that would probably be a history check or history. medicine. Medicine check, probably. 
Um, who's got the best medicine? Well, the question uh, is directed uh, at you, Titus. Oh, at, at me. <laughs> so it is mine. I haven't heard. I, he ha we haven't heard Tarvo's pipe up, unless he. This is the moment he wants to pipe up. Well, I'm too busy. And we know Pearl is trying to yeah. concoct some new formula to make your lives miserable. <laughs> I'm not gonna pull punches. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tavros, are you going to say anything at this point? Or... Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, I thought you were rolling. Um, um, yeah. I mean, I'll look at them and I'll, I'll, I'll say that I've, I've, I've kind of experienced a lot of battle. Um, I, I have uh, seen uh, very disgusting and, and 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 vile, bloody battles, and and this is not normal. This, this, there is no blood. It, it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. And the previous Vic, the previous, the previous time this had come up, there, all the all the murders were in a similar fashion. There's a kind of a progression of uh, of brutality, but none of the bodies have any any blood left. Or if they do, it's very minute amounts, not enough, and which is contradictory to the way we find them. Yeah, and I, I rolled a uh, 21 medicine check. Okay. Uh, you, pretty good idea. It's like so, trait. Um, so I'll let you kind of go with that. Your character would have some idea of different people who would be knowledgeable enough for precision cuts. Mm -hmm. Apothecaries, okay. butchers, hunters. Um, okay, so Academics, wizards, sorcerers, anybody who studies and makes a habit of studying as opposed to so somebody who's and experienced. This is not like a, like a new thing. Like you, you think back to when you were first taught hunting. First time you field dressed uh, deer in Barovia or bear and how rough it was and then eventually you got better at it. So you can acknowledge, you can recognize that this is a practice skill to do this. It's not something that's done three times in thirteen years. Uh, or it's not something that is a uh, done. It, it's not something that is a new new someone who is inexperienced right. driving at. Yeah. It takes like experience a to know. Where to cut, how to cut, how deep to cut, how quickly, how effective the cut would be to render the result. Because this is, and that, those are all the things as you're kind of milling it over and, and trying to work through who potential suspects would. Yeah. So everything you, everything you just said, I'd say back to him, <laughs> and and it's like I know this doesn't really help. Uh, he, he, he nods. He agrees with you. Yeah. He agrees wholeheartedly. Yeah. But who do you who who do you think we should we should look or what do you think we should do, Carlos? What were you gonna say? I was gonna ask if if there's any um, any doctors in town that that are maybe disreputable doctors or maybe ones that are slightly underhanded, um, thing men of intelligence that are um, kind of to be looked out for. That, if that makes sense. Uh, he makes a couple of notes. This is it'd be hard to tell because typically people of that knowledge are definitely not are 
not necessarily in these lower 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 tiers of society but there's mm -hmm. a possibility he'd have to have to take it okay but it's a possible it, it, it's a good theory okay well the individuals that are doing this do not necessarily belong to that same part of society they could be coming mm -hmm. in from outside that's true and mm -hmm. going after that's someone going someone <laughs> after going after someone of upper society is a very dodgy perspective because of politics right sure so that is one of those things you don't go off on that theory without having a, a clearer idea yeah true. otherwise that could be very ugly very quick because yeah. amazing <laughs> several hundred years later we all know you go after the wrong person in high society <laughs> they have friends <laughs> um i can't remember exactly why we found that one building what was like how we ended up finding the one uh big like society building that we were uh, did we see the coach go in there? Is that what it was? I forget. No. What was that manor? The big manor. How did we end up there? I forget. You haven't been to a large manor yet. Uh, we went. In, we didn't go in one, but we were like in front of a gate. Gated off a uh, building. No, there's some kind of gates or border type indication as entering the city, but you haven't oh. been to a large manor or upper society dwelling uh, you come into the city most cities have some type of some kind of indication that you've crossed into the city um, and given uh, the lands and whatnot most of them would have some type of exterior wall in sections to kind of prevent things from wandering in they're not 100 percent effective <laughs> but it's it's kind of a deterrent and it's kind of one of those things like this is the line I know if I walk past this line, I am in the city. If I'm on the other side, I am not in the city. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, given them all our information we do have, and I'm still, I mean, I, I would think after a certain point I found the right concoction and then now I'm enjoying it. Um, give me a. Uh. <laughs> Well, it's kind of like cooking, so would that be survival? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's go. No, let's go with the nature on that one. Oh, go nature. with the nature. Yeah. Go and uh, give me a nature. I would have rather the survival. Oh, I'll, I'll give it to you. We're we're kind of we're, we're kind of running blind on this. So if you want, if you think survival is a better stat, go ahead and do survival. Oh, it's a way better stat, but I still don't think it's gonna help. So I'll keep the roll I got and just add this this the plus. Yeah, that's a ten. Um, coffee's very bitter. And you, you at at one point you put too much in, and it doesn't quite taste right. So now you're going the opposite way. You're trying to compensate by putting more milk in, and it, it you're still working out the balance. Yeah. Do something that tastes good and gives and and still kind of has this different texture. <laughs> you're still working on it though. But I'm still distracted then. <laughs> Very tunnel vision. Yeah. Well, there, uh, you guys are uh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Pearl. I was just saying that you guys relayed everything okay anyway, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a kind of a round conversation. Mm -hmm. How you choose to pay attention is up to you. Titus? Is there, is there, uh, 
different uh, coaches, characters that come through the town, or if there's a run by my business. Uh, you're asking if there are various coaches and whatnot in any business that kind of runs coaches back and forth, kind of like a, a like a taxi oh, service? Yeah. Yes. Uh, he says that there's not really an organized bit. Uh, certain people who have the, most coaches are owned by uh, particular uh, upper society, um, and some. There are a few private uh, individuals who take uh, take people from one uh, part of town to another, and it's just kind of an individual by individual basis. Okay. Don't quite have a yellow cap in, in, in this. Yeah, character. yeah. I get what you. I, I think I get where you're going. Your mic kind of cut out, so I was trying to right trying to into it. Yes. Um... Hmm. Are there any um, particular ca- particular cabs, particular carriages <laughs> that uh, are are more frequently traveling through this lower district? Now, the city's pretty massive. It's like eighty. It's like uh, eight thousand, eight to eight to fifteen thousand people who live in the city. So mm. there are car- there are carriages that come in and out all the time from whatnot. So it's kind of hard to pin down. A particular one. Is there something we can do, like, to help with this investigation? Somewhere we can go to ask questions, or what questions should we ask if we help? Is there something we can do to help? Uh, give me a persuasion check, Pearl. Uh, that's a three. <laughs> not my forte <laughs> um he's kind of hesitant about sending you anywhere to ask questions Makes sense. uh with that um <laughs> makes sense <laughs> he's, he's he's been watching you play with your milk and coffee for the last 10 minutes Tavros is gonna look over and go ah, ah, i know that she's not to be trusted all that much but is there anything that just, just hold on. <laughs> Is there anything that we could do? All right, I'll let you try for persuasion on that. Come on. I gotta... Are you trying? Are you gonna try to assist there, Titus? Yes, I am. I have right. a plus four. Oh wow. Okay. So uh, go uh, ahead and go ahead and roll with advantage then. Okay. Uh, I rolled it. Okay. Well, uh, first one. The first one was a nineteen. Nice. Uh, second is a seven, so <laughs> nineteen for the win. Um, he sits there and kind of nods in agreement because he's perplexed by Pearl's. Uh, <laughs> I promise she does have her uses. I swear, she's oh, extremely oh. useful. Uh, he sits there and goes. Perhaps, maybe you can help us. Maybe you can help us keep watch tonight. Mm-hmm. Help, help us to try and because more eyes looking about. My men are stretched very thin and, and called on. There are several false alarms and distractions, and maybe we, maybe maybe 
some uh, some civic-minded visitors such as yourselves could. Would you would you be interested in doing? If you will give us a chance, sir, I promise we will do you proud. That means I have to sit around and do nothing. Yay! <laughs> and with that, uh, he sits there, and you guys then spend the next uh, hour or so talking about uh, how you can help and what he what he wants. He goes through and kind of gives you an area to uh, kind of be on patrol. Um, and says that probably the best thing to do would be to rest up for the day, be ready for the night, and uh, the, that night you try and uh, go to your assigned area to keep watch and see uh, what may or may not happen. Hopefully, there's a, hopefully more people will help to kind of close things in and find the, find the, find the killer. Do we have a name for the area, or? Uh, just... he kind of lays it out to you. It's a couple. It's a couple of cross streets. Okay. Um, cool. That goes through and gives you a good idea. Um, kind of. So you kind of, and uh, after he leaves and you're kind of talking through it, Auntie kind of comes in, helps you. Kind of. Oh yes, yes, you could. So it's about four blocks down that way. Uh, turn left and then another two blocks. It's not far. Okay. And. So, kind of gives you that, so you can then kind of spend the rest of the day, kind of resting and preparing for the for that night. Uh, is there anything you wish to do uh, throughout for the day? Because the rest of the day is yours to determine what it is you're going to do before going into this uh, patrol that night. Uh, I just want to take some time and sharpen my horns. Um, okay. However, I can. However, I need to. That's all. That's fine. Fidgeting with the coffee thing because I I feel a bit energetic drinking it. So that sounds like a good idea for nighttime. And let's uh, see how your concoction works. Go ahead and give me another survival. Yay! <laughs> That's a 19! That is nice. You have found something that is great, and you've made a mental <laughs> note that it is probably three parts milk for every one part coffee and get a good ratio to where it tastes good and you kind of have that kind of bouncing off the walls uh, bit. It lasts for a few hours, which you feel will be good uh, as you, for something you'll try to, try to, try to partake in the next night. Yes. And it, the color consistency is kind of a muddy water. Hmm, I wonder where that one came from. <laughs> the little birdie off to my side here <laughs> so your uh, titus what are you what are you going to do to spend the day uh, i am going to basically prepare my pack uh get everything i need you know, prepare torches in case we need them uh sharpen my swords and um just kind of pour over my notes to make sure that i remember all the details that we've learned uh throughout the day Okay. Alright. So you take your rest, get ready, it gets to be about get back up about nine nine PM uh in uh, in the night. Start to prepare yourselves, ready yourselves, take in that coffee to be awake, and head out 
and go to do your patrol. That is where we will end it for tonight's session. Next yeah. week we'll pick up with the patrol and see what happens. Uh, we have a few minutes left, so going to take the moment to, as kind of a, kind of a post session, and talk the talk about the session a little bit. Um, I started doing this with some things, and I'm really enjoying this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go around with each of you and ask me to tell me what your favorite uh, moment of the session was. Uh, and if there was one, what was your scariest moment of the session? And we'll kind of work with that. So Pearl, we'll start with you. What was your favorite moment of tonight's session? Uh, it was really funny that they were trying to tie me up that whole thing. And it was kind of the scariest thing too because, you know, they're trying to tie me up. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, uh, Tarvos, what about you? Um, the best part tonight was the bell. The uh, yeah, Pearl and the bell. That was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, scariest part was probably going to kind of walking through the mist. It's 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 so easy. Like it's the fog is thick. <laughs> yes, it's easy to get lost. Yeah. <laughs> nice thick fog at night. That could have gone so badly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Titus, what about you? What was your uh, favorite and scariest? So my favorite part was uh, Pearl knocking on the door. Uh, that was hilarious. And uh, the scariest part was the same, walking through the mist and then getting lost. That'll do it. That'll do it. So what do you guys think of how the session went? Uh, any thoughts? Any questions? It was great. I really had a good time. Yeah, yeah, the investigation was great. You kind of away from your mic, Tar uh, Taros. I didn't quite hear you. Sorry, uh, uh, I said, yeah, no, the investigation is fun. Um, it's, 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 because uh, you're, you're trying to rack your brain. You're like, well, what, like, like what, you know, what, what do I ask? You're still, you're still kind of low. I can't quite hear you. It's really weird. Can you hear me Maybe it's lost its connection or the battery's done. Uh, it's not much better, unfortunately. Yeah. Turn this down. Is that better? It's a little bit. I turned down some of the background music so, so I can hear it a little bit better. But the whole, you were saying the whole investigation was really good. How trying to rack your brain yeah, on figuring yeah, out. Oh, there you go. Now you're coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just trying to uh, trying to figure out what to ask next. You know, um, it's uh, it's crazy. It's fun. I know it's not been very combat heavy or whatever. This has been more the investigation, well, politics. And we'll get there. Too. Uh, we'll get huh? there. Yep. I like that it's slightly different. You know, that way it's not exactly the same as every other D and D game. So it's it, it, I'm enjoying it. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very much so. And I really like that you were helping me with the, with with Pearl, like the whole coffee idea. I love that. <laughs> I that you were and the and the door idea. That was your idea. I like that you're helping Pearl be Pearl. Well, I'm. This is collaborative storytelling. This isn't me telling a story how I want it to go. This is you guys are in this world, and I try to take cues off of what your the intent 
uh-huh. any actions and I'm trying to you know give you something that keeps your engagement and keeps your investment in doing this and to be honest it's just really kind of fun and silly to think about this we have a tabaxi who's lived in a monastery since she was a little girl and all of a sudden is exposed to coffee <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes, mentally I'm doing the exact same thing, Taros. I'm doing the exact same thing when she first, when it first came up. It was like, oh god, I regret bringing this up. But okay, we're gonna roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. It's fun. It's it's yeah. all a lot of fun. Uh... <laughs> what about you, Titus? What are some some thoughts on on how this is going? Oh, I mean, really, it's it's really fun. I I like the investigation side of it because it it helps build the story, the storyline, and you know it really goes with in the in the sense of what it is we're we're doing. We're not on a combat mission. We're on a artifact finding mission, and uh, you know the combat will come. I'm sure, uh, but uh, this is uh, this is fun. Oh yeah. Um... Let's do this. Let's hit our milestone. Let's have you guys all come up to level two. Um, And while we're on the session, I want you to go ahead and roll your hit die while I'm here with you. Um, So let's start with Pearl. Uh, What is your hit die as a... uh, Your hit die? Um, That is not what I meant. Where do I find... I actually don't know where to find that. Uh, when you create it, when you go to, if you go to edit, you go to manage levels and then click on for hit points or manage hit points. Uh, it should tell you the type of die you use for your hit points. All right, so roll a D8 for me and tell me the result. Five. All right. Go ahead and add five uh, hit points to your uh, rolled number there on D and D Beyond. Tarbos, what is your hit die, sir? One D ten. All right. Go ahead and roll a D ten for me and tell me the result. Oh God! Oh God! Uh, what is uh, it? One. All right. It's a five. Go ahead and add five. The way I the way I do it is you roll your hit die. If you get below half of the on the die, then you take half. If you get above half, you take that result. Awesome, thank you, sir. Titus, how about you, sir? (laughs) What is your hit die? My hit die is a D10. You D10 and you rolled a seven. Yes. Good go. Go ahead and add seven to your rolled hit points. D&D Beyond will automatically calculate your Constitution modifier addition to it, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, we got a question that came in from Simon1960. Uh, question, are you missing players tonight? Uh, yes, we have two of our players who could not make it uh, due to personal reasons and that uh, real life, and as we all know, real life will always trump uh, game time because that's the responsible thing and we don't we want to wish them the best and hope that they can come back to the table uh, sooner versus later 
But in the meantime, we will still charge on with our intrepid trio. Yay! And a comment from uh, Ms. K. That is an amazing rule. I like it. It makes sense. I could go the way other uh, another uh, somebody else does, where when you roll your hit die on ones, you re-roll and take the result. But sometimes things can be a little rough. So. I love that. Also, you don't get a two right after that. Because that happens. Because I have a yeah. DM that does that, where you re-roll the ones, and it's, I've gotten twos right after. <laughs> wow. No, I also know for a fact that. The world is a deadly and dangerous place. Any of you who played <laughs> sessions with me know that the world is a deadly and dangerous place. So, you guys have decided to go adventuring, despite the better judgment of your peers. <laughs> um, there's a question for uh, you, uh, Pearl, from Suzori the Red Sand. Do you need help leveling up? Uh, no, actually, because it's level two, so literally the only thing I got was a that's it. <laughs> I'll be right back. Alrighty. Were you able to do your level up pretty good there, uh, Titus? Yes, I am working on it right now. Um, let me get the lighting stuff. Yeah, him and I make characters sometimes together. It's fun. All right, that's good. Yeah. I am now level two. Level two, you have those, those wonderful things. I love action surge. That is a nice one. Oh, yes. I've uh, I figured out where uh, where I'm gonna go with level three. I think as well. Cool. See if whether or not you change your mind as the story progresses. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to try the 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 fighter archetype, this particular one, for a while. Well, there's the opportunity. Uh, so, how are you guys? You guys are good with the uh, three hour moving into like a a three hour format, which is a more common format. Yeah, very much so. Oh yeah, I like that a lot better. Okay. It allows for more story. Um, you're not rushed and kind like, of cram everything into to two hours, you know. Yeah. And sometimes you're like just starting to get back into the groove or whatever, and then it's like almost yeah. done. You know what I mean? That's exactly. I, I appreciate the the three hours. Yeah, and it's also an experience level for you guys as well. And you're doing more, you're doing more interactions and going off the rails in places, which yep. is only off the rails if someone is hard and fast to the content they're working from. <laughs> but as I've said, and you guys know me. You guys are telling the story. I'm just along for the ride. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I try to set up the guardrails, but every so often you still blow through them. There's not a whole lot I can do about that. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she froze on us. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you want to try that? She's freezing on us. Oh. Gotta love it. Yes, it is. <laughs> Gotta love it. But I think with that, uh, we're going to sit here and call it a night. 
Uh, thank you everyone in the chat who hung out with us. The comments, the conversation, it was great. Uh, thank you for all the support. Uh, thank you to my cast for continuing to uh, put forth some time on their Saturday evenings to hang out and play some D&D. &D. And uh, thank you again to Sirenscape uh, for the soundboards and backgrounds. And hope everyone enjoys the rest of your weekend. Stay safe. Uh, continue to stay the course. The light is coming at the end of the tunnel. I'm sure we're all aware of that. But until then, uh, remember to talk to your family, talk to your friends, talk to your loved ones. This is a very stressful time still. And uh, love each other and be safe. And see you on our next stream. So, good night, everybody. Thank you.